Now you know, we were talking about like cheese and stuff earlier. And it, I think it's weird that people do like blue cheese because you're just eating like rotten cheese. But what is like the, what's like the weirdest thing that you've eaten? Like one weird thing you've eaten. But isn't all cheese some sort of rotten milk? Well, yeah, kind of. But I mean, visually, you can see the mold on blue cheese. That's what makes the fucking thing blue. It's yeah. gross. Uh, the weirdest thing I've eaten would probably be pussy. Oh my god. <laughs> You're canceled. Oh my god. You are so full of shit. <laughs> You're so <laughs> weird. Weirdest thing I've ever <laughs> I think mine would be um, pig's brain. Boiled pig's brain. When have you That's... ate that? Uh, my granny used to boil pig's heads. She boiled pig's heads, and that's called head cheese. Crack that open. Eat some brain with a cracker. Uh, and it smelled horrible. Oh, it's, it's, it's the weirdest and most disgusting thing. Because it's this, like, skull and the flesh is boiling. So, like, the flesh is kind of, like, boiling up and peeling off. And then she just, like, pulls this... It pig head out. Oh my! It gels. It makes like a gelatin, and yeah, then it like smart. congeals together to make this the meat and cheese and this jelly shit. And so it's so the, uh, weirdest thing I've ever seen. That's the weirdest thing you've ate, Joanne. Sorry, excuse me. Trying not to dead name you, you but you, Meeks, you can't. You can't say the same I, thing. You said that. I've I have actually ate bulls balls oh, called Rocky, Rocky Mountain oysters, and oh, my dad good. made me eat those at one time, and I was so fucking grossed out. It was not good. That was disgusting. Um, also, no, go else? ahead, Trisha, go. Um. It might not be weird for some people, but for me it was. I was about eight years old, and my great-grandfather had a pet snapping turtle who was massive as fuck. They ended up killing it and um, removing its eggs from it that were so bouncy like a bouncy ball. We bounced them on the um, sidewalk. <laughs> and they made snapping turtle stew that my... Um, great grandfather and my grandfather forced me to eat while all the girls went out for ice cream with my grandma and they said and I quote you're not a girl eat this snapping turtle oh my god <laughs> trauma that's traumatizing so, <laughs> so let me just so there's an, there's an abuse story for you <laughs> oh, was it gross? traumatizing you as a child um, I, I don't remember because I cried the whole time because I just wanted to go with the girls and get ice cream. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people eat like turtle soup. I've also, they, uh, my dad has made soup, like not soup, but they've made stuff out of turtle meat, which I did not partake in. Also, um, what's really traumatizing is whenever your dad like hits a deer 
and then it's on the kitchen table getting cut <laughs> open with the guts hanging out of it. That's just, there's a lot of traumatizing things around meat, I feel like, in your lifetime, whenever you live in the country. Rabbits hanging out. I could see, like, you hit the deer, you might as well not let it go to waste. I get that. I get it. Right. I get it. But also, it was like we was going to my grandparents for dinner, and we ended up um, not having dinner because the kitchen was filled with hair and blood from this deer and I still it's like ingrained in my memory bank you know like so blood and guts and, yeah technically that, that was, technically, technically it's, it's roadkill if it's fresh then it's not like rot and roadkill it's like but I, it's still <laughs> you didn't hunt it for sport or game you accidentally hilt, killed it and you're like well this will feed the family. Oh, yeah. They went well. I mean, we were poor, are so. Like, are you going to let the deer that you already killed just rot in the ditch? Are you going to. Gonna... No, 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 no. But. No one's upbringing. I'm just saying it was traumatizing as a child, but I had a lot of traumatizing events around dead animals, like but rabbits. Speaking of this conversation. No wonder there's so many eating disorders and things wrong with like just kids in general, people in general, because our parents, our grandparents and stuff forced us to like eat things or watch this dead animal be slaughtered by a car and then eat it. And then we're forced to do it. And then here comes all these eating disorders. I've watched it. I've watched a lot of data. I, I remember one time um, they killed a hundred chickens in my parents garage huge garage we had this huge garage it was like a two-story garage but in the garage there was cages filled with live chickens me and there was a pot pot of boiling water sitting huge pot huge pot like one of those massive pots of water you your dad takes a chicken out right in front of you, rings it by the neck. The chicken head is still in his hand, but the body's flopping around on the ground. Then you got to go chase that dead chicken body and go put it in water by its feet, hanging upside down to get the feathers off easier. The smell alone. Five-year-old Nick. It's horrendous. I'm tired of digging these holes. That's just too damn bad. Too damn bad. No, you ain't well, digging no holes. We're gonna call it PETA. Help. Oh. <laughs> Traumatizing childhoods. Right. I'm. I will never. And maybe that's why I have an obsession. I don't with think I have. I don't think I have any like traumatized like food. Oh, thing. I like never would have slaughtered to, uh, anything in front of you. Oh, no. I don't. Uh-uh. That's a you're lucky. You didn't she have like, my dad. <laughs> she said, here's some Salisbury steaks and mashed potatoes, bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, my God. If you bring that up, that's not oh. even a joke. When my, like, my mom would go to work 
And at the, like, I don't I think she worked at, like, loose ends or something. I don't know. But um, we would be staying with my uncle, and the only thing he would ever cook was those Salisbury steaks that are frozen. Yes. In that, like, cardboard tray. Container. Uh, love And that. you have to, like, poke holes in the plastic top, put it in the oven. That's the only thing he would ever cook. And one time I... Um, ate so many of them. I threw them up. I could never, never look. Really? The bad thing is, no, like that's sad. That's sad because I know, and I could never make those again after that fact. Like my kids refused to eat them, and I still liked them. Okay. Oh my! I loved them. Fuck! I haven't ate one of those in so long. Potatoes. You take the gravy from that Crosby steak. Poured over some mashed potatoes. Oh, making me feel sick. It's making me feel sick when <laughs> thinking about it. Oh god, I want to throw oh, up. Yes. Let me know it's food stamps day without letting me know it's food stamps day. Well, that exactly. Is so, um, peanut butter. I can't do peanut butter. Oh yeah, always we some peanut butter so up in the house. Many peanut butter crackers. That I was so burnt out on peanut butter that I'm still burnt out on it. And this is like 20 years later. <laughs> so That's burnt. what happens when you guys eat all the good food as soon as you bring it in the house. You guys would devour anything that was delicious and save all the other stuff for like the end of the month when we were really like broke and like didn't have food. And then... By the beginning of the month again, it was a new cycle. We'd buy all the good food. You guys would eat it all within like one or two weeks. All the good food's gone. So you guys are stuck with peanut butter crackers and Salisbury steaks. I don't know. Well, you know what? Uh, my One of my favorite like end of the month struggle foods, even to this day, I love it, is those cans that it's green beans and potatoes in a can. Just cracking one of those open, pouring it into like a saucepan, heating it up. To this day, I love that shit so much. I haven't had it in forever. It just made me think of that. The green beans and potatoes were, ugh, that was my favorite. I hated the potatoes in those cans of green bean and potato mix. Well, I also love the I potatoes. I just don't like the potatoes. And the Denny Moore beef stew cans. I love the potatoes in those too. Talking about the Denny Moore beef stew, the meat in them. So weird. I, know what, I already know what you're gonna say, but I, I stand and buy it. I love the Denny Moore uh, and beef stew. It okay. Makes let me pussy throb. Okay, let me tell you though how I quit eating that because I used to love it too. Dip some bread in it. Oh, okay. You know the story, but everybody else don't. I know I'm saying go so, on. They don't know it. So I was eating one of those cans of Denny more beef stew and mm. I bit into a piece of that meat. And to this day, it haunts me. Because I bit into something that wasn't right. It was like bone and fatty. And oh. I literally, that made me throw up. And I don't throw up easily. 
I'm not like Caleb. I don't throw up if the wind blows the wrong way. I, it, it takes a lot. And that made me throw up and I never picked up another can of beef stew. I cannot eat it. I cannot. It was like, I spit it out and looked at it and it was like bones or something in it. I don't even know what it was. I can just, oh God, just thinking about it is making me queasy. It's my, that's still like my guilty pleasure is that. And I think I would say McDonald's probably is my guilty pleasure because I know that's not real food. I know that's just not real. But I was still right. fuck up in McChicken. Well, that's like any fast food to be anyone's guilty pleasure. Like that's a hand. Right. That's a given. That's everyone's guilty pleasure. Right. It's not real yeah, food true. to not be able to get a cooked hamburger that fucking fast. No, not nutritious at all. If anything. No. It's that's what's wrong with America is too many fast food restaurants, honestly. 100% agree. Um, I don't eat fast food as often anymore, but I still eat heavily processed food at home. But um, kind of been saving a lot of money not eating fast food, so that's a plus. Well, you don't really eat, you don't exactly. eat, there's not really many vegetarian fast food options. Well, besides Taco exactly. Bell, Taco Bell. Taco Bell has some yeah. vegetarian When they're options. black beans. Taco Bell does have the best fast food vegetarian menu. They took a lot of it away. Uh-huh. Got such heat yeah. from they it. Brought it back. All of it back and some. And I have to say, thanks Taco Bell. Also, less diarrhea since not eating their meat. So that's a <laughs> Because what kind of meat is that? We don't know. We don't know. That is a diarrhea bomb. The fried spicy potato bowl and the burrito, I would still prefer that over like, oh, yeah, the regular the spicy potato burrito. So good. Extra cheese sauce. Wet. I love the nacho fries. That's what the nacho fries is one of my favorite things. They came out with a vegetarian nacho fry like burrito. This is a couple months ago. Oh, oh mm. my God. Shit was so fucking good. I said, can I get 37 of those? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as soon as you start liking something, they're going to take that Stun. shit away. Right. I mean, yeah. that's America. The yeah. spicy chicken from McDonald's, I used to get that almost like every day. Then they took it away. But now it's back. Yeah. But why is it that our McDonald's, you can't get a spicy nugget? But I heard yeah. that they had them out. I've seen the spicy chicken nuggets advertised and stuff, but neither of the two McDonald's here has the spicy chicken nuggets. Uh-uh. I don't know if our... And our... Well, our Taco Bell also is having a lot of problems down here. And this, this Taco Bell, well, they only have, like, every three time. Yeah. It's real bad these days, the the shortage of people. But I, I mean, get it. That's like, just I the, get that's it. the entire country right now. Like yeah. even here, like just the service industry in general, whether that's fast food or restaurants or whatever it is, it's hard to keep anyone like after the pandemic. I don't I life. don't even think Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say I don't even think it is even just the well, the employees i also think it's like has to do with where the food's coming from and stuff because 
they can't keep stocked on their food. They are not getting like shipments of stuff. Like it's not coming in. If you look in the stores. I think it all goes back to the pandemic of like food, not being able to be farmed or whatever it is. So now like we're so far behind on things and then like people don't want to go back to work. And then. Yeah. Could I, I got. This is a shit show. Yeah, go ahead. I, I agree with that point that you, you made i don't know about the farming part maybe i don't know that much i didn't like looked into it that much but i agree with i think the i think that people have started to after the pandemic and like everything shut down and people out of work i think people realize like okay why would i go to this fucking job that i have to work seven days a week to make a 300 hundred dollar paycheck that doesn't even cover all of my bills. And then on top of that, think about how many times you feel guilty for calling into work when you're actually sick. Not talking about like, you know, hungover or whatever, but like actually throwing when up. When you're for food. real, for real. Yeah. You feel guilty and then your boss oh yeah, you know, wants to talk like mad crazy to you or write you up for that. And I think people are realizing like, you need me to work for you. So maybe you should treat people a little better that work for you. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Like, employers have to get better at, like, you need to appreciate who's actually showing up today. Who's actually putting up with this fucking bullshit every fucking day for pennies on the fucking dollar. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you know how, like, mm-hmm. um, in Korea, you have to serve a certain amount of time in the military. I think everyone. Oh, well, like in Korea, I think you have to serve like every one has to serve a certain amount of time in their, in the Korean military. I think that's males though. Only. Yeah. I'm sure it's males. I'm not super sure. I just know loosely that's kind of a thing, but I think everyone in America should serve at least a Table. year doing <laughs> fucking retail work. It don't even have to. It yeah. It don't even have to be a year. You could do six months. I want. I that's what I've said uh, my whole life. Like if everybody would have had to work in some sort of customer service job, whether it's retail or a restaurant, whatever it is, they would appreciate the person that's on the other side of oh, that a lot more. I- I can't even like count the number of stories of times like when I worked, I worked in a truck stop for a long time. The amount of times that I've had people throw, literally throw money at me across the counter, had people knock over their cups of coffee because they was pissed off or people cuss me out or just the amount of crazy stories. Like one time this guy was high on meth and stabbed his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach with his car keys. Yeah, real story. <laughs> I was there for that. I remember that. <laughs> the yeah, you guys like both worked there. To come out of the wound that he inflicted with, like, call the ambulance and all this stuff. It's crazy. And then the people are like, yeah, everyone's lazy. Get back to work. Okay, maybe you should calm the fuck down, Karen, and stop treating people like shit. 
Yeah, that's what I was just about to say was like people are like, oh, well, get an education, go to college and get a real job and you don't have to be subjected to this. And it's like, even now with my current job, the amount of people that work at the job that I have now who have a real education and have another job, especially like I, we have a couple of nurses. We have people who are like, we have a surgeon that works there and like three school teachers and they work for us because they aren't getting paid enough in the uh-huh. job that they have. And it's like, okay, so now you're coming back to this job where you need a real education and you're subjecting yourself to that. And it's like, okay, you don't know. And they're what, in debt. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck people have going on and why they're working at a place that they're working. It doesn't have to do with your educational status or your, you know, anything. It's just, God, it's so stupid. But yeah. Anyways, that's why McDonald's. Well, Taco Bell does not have black bean burritos for y'all. Right. Just yesterday, a guy cussed me out for doing my job. I mean, he cussed me out. He ripped his life because I parted him and his wife. Okay. You're obviously old enough, but our policy is to part everybody. It only pisses off boomers. I bet this guy was old, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was like in his mid fifties. Oh, we're clearly old enough, blah, blah, blah. I was like, sir, I'm sorry, but that's my job. Like, if you don't have your ID, I cannot serve you. And he literally cussed me out, still sat at my bar, and I kept it together, still served him, knowing all well that they was not gonna tip me. But I was that's proud of myself because that's literally I was like, people tell you how to do your job. Right. Because he was mad because she didn't bring her ID in and he had to go get it. And then she was being a bitch. And I'm like, I'm not and losing my job know, because of you. It's like, okay, do I even give you good service? Because I already pissed you off. So, right. At that point, you're so, going to get what you get. Yeah, and well, I mean, I still am going to serve you, and I'm still going to give you good service, and then that's on you, how you want to treat somebody who's not done anything to you because you're mad about a policy I didn't make that right. I have to uphold. I did not make this. I promise you. I, so, and I, that's exactly I, what I, I told them. The I'm like, I get it. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard, too, but I have to do it. This is my job. Like, I have to do it. I hate it too. I think it's yeah, so and that's, stupid. But, but that's what I was saying. I'm not to be like ageist or whatever, but it's always the older people that get so yeah. pissed about being carded. Like I'm 30. Uh, it's like and I the go, older people I or the carded. very privileged people as well. Well, I mean, I get carded all the time. Like I just got carded at this gas station I go to almost every day. And I didn't, it's not a big deal. Here's my, you know, here's my ID. It's not a big deal. Right. It's not always like older people. That, no, it, majority of it is older people. But like, um, also very privileged people, I would say as well. Like, are you kidding me? No one has ever. And I'm like, I'm so sorry again, ma'am. Like, that's just our company policy, and I have to uphold it. So I think it's kind of 
I think it's kind of fun whenever someone cards me and they're like, like oh. shocked at how old I actually am. And then they, it's like, yeah. That leads into a topic. Um, I always have my ID out it, when I'm buying something. I just oh, always, yeah. always, I always just bring it out. Um, obviously because I look very youthful and I'm in the fountain of youth and I'm like 12. I get it. Yeah, I, understand I look that. like I'm like 18 years old. The other day I went to the gas station and I was purchasing something that needed um, an ID. And purchasing something that needed an ID. Well, well, <laughs> I, was I was purchasing cigarettes. Oh, okay. and I told the lady what cigarettes I wanted, but everyone always, not everyone, but mess up. They always grab the opposite pack of what I want, but I know exactly what I want. So I was like, no, ma'am, it's the green. And I said, no, ma'am, it's the green and gold. And she grabbed the green and gold. She brought it over to me and I said, oh, thank you so much, ma'am. I just said, ma'am. She was like, can you not call me that? I just really do not like that. I do not like that at all. And I was like, she was like hardcore offended and upset. And I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. And she like asked for my ID and I showed her my ID and she's like, oh yeah, I'm younger than you while you're calling me ma'am. Okay, that's a respect. I was so like, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't say anything else to her. Like, I just put my card in, typed in my pen, grabbed my cigarettes, and said, thank you so much. But she was offended that I called her ma'am. And I was like, I don't care if you're younger than me. If you're providing me a service, like, I went to you asking for something. I'm going to respect you. And she was not having it. She was offended that I called her ma'am because she was younger than me. I'm sorry. I was just putting some respect on your name, sis. I think I've had a few people that are like, don't call me a name. Nothing about your age. I mean, if she wasn't, if she wasn't like bitchy about it, I could get it. Like if she was just like, hey, you know, just, I don't like that. Then I get it. But if she's being bitchy, you don't have to say anything. You should just know that's a term. That's a, a term of endearment. It's a respect thing. Like you well, saw me the one time. I don't know. I mean, what if she didn't go by those pronouns though? Okay, and that that would be a different conversation. What? No, then, yeah, no, no, no. I agree. If that's I what said I'm ma'am, saying. then he would say actually my preferred pronoun is he him, and that's a different conversation. Yes, yes, but, yes. But the. Oh, I don't like that. I'm young. I'm not. Ma'am is not calling you old. That's just like I don't. It's I don't know that whole topic to me. When people get offended by sir or ma'am, is I weird totally to agree. Me. But I was I was saying more of like if she were to come at that conversation a little bit like less hostile, it would be a different thing. To where it's like, oh, I don't like being called ma'am. Then it's like, all right, bitch. See you later. Right. I mean, I guess, but it's also like, I'm going to see you for a four-minute transaction. Like, I'm sorry that yeah. calling you ma'am offends you. Like, it's just a respecting. And I don't know. To me, that's it could be a controversial topic. I don't know. But I'm just like, I've always called people sir or ma'am. I've always called people sir or ma'am. Like, when they're doing no, something. Me too. Like, yeah. Well, then I also seen that people, because like, Whenever I was a cashier and people would be like, thank you. I'd be like, no problem. 
there was this whole thing that I was reading that was like, why do younger people say no problem when you should say you're welcome? And then someone else like commented back and they're like, we say no problem because it's no problem to help you. I get it's that. It's no problem yeah. to do this. It's just weird you how know, like. I don't see that as a pro- like, I'll say no problem sometimes. I just say whatever. I'm like, you're welcome. No problem. Like people say thank you 57 times. So I'm just like, okay, no problem. I always say, like, most definitely. Like, when they're, like, thinking, I'm like, oh, most definitely. Yeah, I got you. Or I say, I got you. That's usually what I say. Is I usually say, I got you. Sometimes someone will okay, say, well, like, oh, that's just different. thank you. Sometimes someone will say, oh, thank you. And then I just unzip my pants, pull my dick out, and slap it on the counter three times. And that's my way right. of saying it. And they're, like, oh, my God, sorry. I was just getting my mom a pack of gum. I'm, like, it's okay, Timmy. Have a good day. I really well, feel like I'm going to get put on a watch list if I keep making these jokes. Oh, you're already, if I'm not already on. You're yeah. already on a watch list more than Brian Laundry. <laughs> bitch, he can't be on a watch list. He's dead. Supposedly. <laughs> All right. We won't get into that. No. R.I.P. I mean, I like true crime, but I don't want to do a true crime podcast. Oh, fuck no. That's too much fucking history and like oh and how many and how many true and how many people yeah exactly but not only that how many people have been reporting on this whole gabby petito brian everybody in the world every time you turn around there's something about it i'm like i don't have no idea and guess what why does this have oh me neither when young black lives are killed every day in America, and look what that gets. Nothing. So. Indigenous indigenous people. Um, right. Like, Never. I was going to bring up a totally random topic, but now we're getting heavy, and if I bring this up, it's going to be like... It's not that heavy. I'm just saying, like, people are, like, blowing No, we're just saying, like, there's... No, no, no. Yes, I agree with Tons both of what... people yes, dying or be missing, and we're just, just worried about one girl. A little bit lighter. Oh yeah, make it lighter. You're fine. We're lighter, just, lighten it up. Lighten it up. We're just some trashy friends just talking about trashy okay, shit. So this is this is for both of you. It's a fuck Mary kill. <laughs> oh yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So we've got um, let's go with Elvis Presley. Okay. He's alive. He's alive in this scenario. Yeah, I'm not fucking. Well, he might be alive. Anyway, conspiracy theory. Elvis Presley. Um, let's go with Hitler. Oh. Well, Elvis was not the greatest of people, if you've like ever heard any of the stories. But Elvis, Hitler, and um, the devil. Okay. I'm fucking the devil. <laughs> oh, yeah, killing yep, yep, yep. Hitler, marrying Elvis. 